Greetings, all. Welcome to the MCU Staincast, episode number 18. We got some guests. We got the usuals. Let's just jump right into it. Hey, how we doing, everyone? As usual. But yeah, we do have two guests with us today. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Uh, what's going on, guys? Don Posk, Ronald Posk, Father Quill, Quill, Paca, whatever you want to call me. Jesus. I've heard your cries. I'm on the Staincast, finally. The man of many names. Welcome to the Staincast, Don. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's glad to finally have you on, you know, 18 episodes in. Yeah, I know. And we got Smoke, Tyler, whatever you want to call me. It's been a while. I was yeah. on like one of the was, first episodes. I think you, you were on What If was the last one you were on, right? What was that? Like episode three or something, right? Two, was like episode four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that was, it's been so it's been a minute. Glad to be back. Big fan of the show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Glad, glad you are back. But, um, well, you know, we are here for Eternals. Uh, as we said last week, we are mm-hmm. covering it. Hold on. I have to stop my cat from playing with the thumbtack. Like we said, we're covering Eternals this week. Um, before we hop into Phase Three, figured you know it came out on Disney Plus last week. Might as well jump right into it. Yeah, it was a good ass movie. Might as well. And because like if we were to follow the natural order, like I feel like like all the like, feelings we have for this would kind of be like not as and like just not as notable Common. as it would be like because I because like when would we be we be doing a text? We'd be doing it like right at right before. We'd be doing it way later. And honestly, we might as well just you know strike the iron while it's while it's hot. Yeah. We can't make Kate and Richard wait that long. That's what I'm saying. But before we get into the movie itself, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys know what happens. Same time every week. We do have some news. Indeed, indeed. So the first one is not that uh, of it's not good news to to say the least. Uh, and I'm going to apologize because I'm not French. I don't know how to pronounce this properly. But Gaspard, I believe it's Uleli. Uh, who was playing Midnight Man in Moon Knight. He has passed away uh, this past week at the age of 37. Um, I don't think they fully announced what it was from, but that is unfortunate. I mean, he is young. So... I thought they said it was like a skiing accident or something. It was a skiing accident? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was some, some sort of accident. Yeah. yeah. So it, it sucks. So it's, it's never good to hear news like that, and especially considering he was a character that was just joining the MCU. Mm-hmm. It definitely sucks, and, and you know we do send our condolences to the families and friends. And no one should be going through that. Yeah, you, know, you just hate to see it. Yeah, for sure. But I'll, I'll pick up the next bit of news. Uh, the Moon Knight trailer actually dropped. Um, we got it during uh, football on Monday. The previous Monday just came out. Um, a couple of the they reused a couple shots that we had previously from the Disney Plus day, like all those announcements. But we finally got an f- official date. I know you said it last time on the Staincast tag, but we got it for March thirtieth. And we got a little bit more of an insight into the character of um, what the hell is his name? Mark Spector. Mark Spector, yeah, slash whatever his other even Grant, is. yeah, exactly. Oscar Isaac, yeah. What's his name? Um, the the bat. Uh, what the hell is his name? Um, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, we got a little tasty. I didn't realize Ethan Hawke was in it. Uh, yeah, he's the main villain. Uh, I, I had no clue. He was no, in. I had no idea until I saw the trailer. Because it didn't look like him for a second. Then we saw it close to one. Yeah, he's got like, some hair on him. Yeah, yeah he's got the mane. Yeah, that's just tough. I'm I'm excited. I'm pr- pretty excited for it. It looks like it's going to be stupid brutal. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Honestly, the way he's beating the piss out of Anubis or whatever it is at the end of that trailer, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, it'll definitely be like a good like change around how it's like more of like a psychological kind of movie compared to Marvel's. Like, like a lot of some of the movies they have are like kind of like on the surface level stuff, but it's mm-hmm. just cool it's seeing them more like a, like a thriller type of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's just cool seeing them experiment because obviously the experimental Wandavision. Look how that came out. That came out wonderful. The yeah, same thing with Loki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Changing the formula, like obviously, like. When it's a miss, it's a hard miss. But like when they hit, like it, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. But but um, moving on from there, uh, so 
last week we're kind of wrapping two into one here, but last week um, on Marvel Studios Japan, they did on their website they did say that 20, 2022 projects included Secret Invasion as well as What If Season Two, but those have since then been removed from the twenty twenty two project list. I mean, kind of as expected. It, it's too soon to get those. I mean, we just had actually today, the day of recording this. Um, some set photos leak of Amelia Clark, um, Sam Jackson, and Colby Smulders on the set. Of Super oh my god! Yeah, she's she's looking she's looking pretty cute. She's so, down the pipeline. Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> sooner rather than so later. We'll I hope. See. I'm, I'm pretty excited for, for Secret Evasion. It's definitely one of the ones. Um, just by title alone, I'm more interested in. Yeah, I'm not Definitely. super excited for. It. I think it's one of those things they've been hyping up for so long, where like the hype, like the the time the strike was like a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever it is, where it's like they've been setting up the whole scroll thing for longer than I can remember, and like I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just not they've really set, in this They've book. only been setting up the scroll since 2019. Really? I feel yeah. I, I just feel like that, they've been the, doing it forever, and there's been the, no the payoff scroll, resolution. The scrolls were first introduced in Captain Marvel, and they've been useless ever since. The, 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 that's my own personal opinion. I just think that they've been setting it all up and like. I don't know. There's been no payoff so far. Like we keep seeing them. Like I think the world building is cool, but like at some point you got to take that world that you've built and do something with it. I feel like we got to give them the benefit of the doubt though, because a lot of stuff got pushed back. No, it's not, no, no, for sure. Like no, I, I definitely agree with that. But like I don't know. I just I'm, I'm not very interested in the scrolls. The scrolls are kind of soft. I mean, like I'm hopefully like Secret Invasion. Like hopefully it has like bigger like universe implications. Hopefully yeah. it's not just like in its own little bubble. Because like yeah. this like storyline is huge in the comics. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. It would just be weird. Though. I feel like the only reason why I could see it being like closer to to the ground is just because like Samuel Jackson. Because like at the end of the day, he's just a regular. He's he's a freaking person. He's just a human. He's Nick. So, like, Fury. I, I, yeah, Nick Fury. So like, I, I could see them like keeping a little bit more like grounded in terms of like unless Captain Marvel's involved, then obviously sky's the fucking limit because you can do anything. But I'm, I'm interested to see how those all how the characters fall in the place, and of course, Billy you know, Clark. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, they can keep one of season two. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they, I'm they not. I'm those. not. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully, yeah, it's better weird. than the last one. I just hope they don't do the format which it was rumored to be. How they're like doing like follow up episodes. Like the time, the time to make us like those episodes is over. Like that series came and went. It was mid. Mm-hmm. And I really don't much much more to say about that. Agreed. So uh, we also have Craven the Hunter with Aaron Taylor Johnson as the titular character is going to get production in the uk next month uh, i don't think that movie has any release date or anything attached to it so it's just going to be coming out at some point but i mean that's another you know, sony, sony joint yeah that's another one of like the morbius venom and whatnot they're having their own universe yeah oh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of hideous i don't know i like aaron taylor Johnson though he's a he's good like, actor but i mean he's a good actor, yeah it, it's gonna be i don't he's not a craven to me no absolutely not yeah, I, I think if anything, if anything, when it comes to like me being anticipated for that movie, it's just that like anything that Sony does, I, I just I take it with a grain of salt because like the, they've had amazing movies, but at the same time they've had like movies like Morbius. That come, I mean, uh, yeah, Venom. Venom. I mean, we can already expect Morbius to be like Morbius is gonna be ridiculous. Oh and then now I think about it, like because now they got pushed back again. Doctor Strange has been pushed back a whole year now, right? Because it was supposed to come out last year in May. Uh, I was, yes. I, because I, I remember, cause I, it's fun to just look at like what their original slate was for Phase Four. Because like it's so different what than what it is now. Yeah, I, I, I don't even. These movies have got pushed around so much. I can't even remember mm-hmm. any of the dates. I barely remember the current dates. Yeah, I, no, exactly. I'm still banking on them. You know, switching. Them I think up. Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out originally before Loki, which is crazy to think about. Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out before No Way Home too. <sighs> God damn. 
That's that's crazy how much that's fucking. I wonder how much that like changed up the story writing that they had for Shut No Way Home. Oh, probably. It, it changed up a lot. I actually read um leaks about it, which I was gonna cover during the No Way Home stain cast, but it it a lot changed. Yeah. A lot. And, and, well, so Ned wasn't supposed just just to give you a taste. Ned wasn't supposed to be a sorcerer. America Chavez oh was supposed God. to be in the movie. A toy, not America Chavez. T- toy on Ned being a sorcerer. Get me tight. But uh, switching right over, we can sp- uh, speed past a couple of these just because I, I want to get into the bread and butter of the Icarus. But uh, mm. Eternals was Disney Plus' uh, biggest debut for an MC movie with two million US uh, streaming. Not surprised. In a lot in the first five days. I mean, this is definitely like their biggest project, I think, put on this like, change. Yeah, like, like the, the biggest like release, like same, like whatever the like after it debuted in theaters. Obviously, like Infinity War and Game were already on it. Yeah. But- Marvel Studios assembled uh the making of Hawkeye is premiering. It got delayed actually until February 9th. And then Marvel Studios assembled the making of Eternals is going to release the week after on February 16th. It's just the behind the scenes stuff that they've been releasing for all their new projects. I'm not mad at it. I enjoyed, you know, watching them. Yeah, I'm very excited to see Hawkeye uh, assembled. Mm -hmm. May die. Speaking speaking of Hawkeye, they also did release uh, the deleted scenes for it. A decent chunk of which shouldn't have been cut, especially all the Kingpin stuff. And Mm -hmm. there's, there's just a lot that they didn't need to cut that they did mm-hmm. yeah i completely forgot to watch them i saw like one of them but it's it, it just like further proves the point where it's like that that show which seemed like half-assed at some parts or some parts where some scenes just felt like half complete and like seeing some of these sh- scenes like it definitely confirms that there was mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit half-assed job a little bit rough disorganized yeah, yeah. it's like the pacing was all over the place for that series like it was definitely like it was it was super on go mode and then it was just like all right we're gonna cool off for like half this episode then pick right back up the next one like i wasn't a huge fan of the progression hawkeye mid we've, we've already discussed this numerous times we'll, we'll just we'll just you know reiterate past this yeah yeah uh another thing in the news dr strange 2 merch has been uh revealed with an avengers logo with a description that includes might be from a whole other multiverse i like that so yeah i i, I saw that now i'm based on that and some of the leaks i have a very strong feeling we're going to be seeing uh an Avengers lineup looking nothing like we have before. That'd be cool. I mean, I can't say it enough. I need this movie Doctor Strange too often. I know yeah, I was I saying that on the way on the thing. way hyping up No Way Home, but like I needed No Way Home. Now I, I need. I, that's what I'm saying. Now I need Doctor Strange too. Like it, it, it's a cycle. I'm pretty up just thinking about it. It's a cycle of things that I need, and now in, in the latest list, it's Doctor Strange too. Elizabeth Absolutely. Also, but our last bit of news. Um, I'm actually going to combine these last two points together into one, but so Marvel studios has added five new one shots, uh, to the to Disney plus that weren't previously those, including, um, the funny thing that happened on the way to Thor's hammer, the consultant item 47, and then team Thor and team Daryl team Thor and team Daryl are not canon to the MCU. However, the rest of them are. And with that, they also did update the timeline on Disney plus. Um, they have Agent Carter taking place after Captain America, the first Avenger. The funny thing on the way to Thor's hammer being in between Iron Man 2 and Thor. The consultant being in between Thor and the Avengers. Item 47 being right after Avengers. And then All Hail the King uh, being after Iron Man 3. They also did update it, so they switched around Black Widow and Black Panther. Originally, they had Black Panther right after Civil War with Black Widow right after. They just switched them, so that way they fixed that up. 
the one shots are cool. If you've never seen them before, I, I do recommend just watching them. Uh, they're, I think the shortest one is three minutes. The longest one is 15. Yeah, they're, worth, they're worth the watch. It has, you know, some of the cast, one of them. So the consultant, I actually, if you're going to watch only one of them, I do recommend it to be the consultant as that explains the quote unquote ending or post credit scene of the incredible Hulk and ties it even more into the MCU. No, like where um, Tony Stark pulls up on. Ross. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's been out for years, so this it, is not spoilery, but it's just uh, agents Colson and Sitwell are in a diner talking about how Ross wanted. Um, oh no, not Ross. The the World Council, the guys who are above Fury, how they wanted Emil Blonsky or you know the Abomination to be on the Avengers, but Shield didn't want that. So they were like, we need to find someone narcissistic, annoying, this, that, and the other thing for Ross to say no. So they sent Stark. Yeah, that makes sense. It, they're, they're just, you know, cute little things that tie the universe together. And especially with Kevin Feige saying that they want to do more in the future and they've already have ideas for more to do in the future. They're just something nice to, to do. Also, you know how I usually watch the movie in the background. And right now we got to the Richard Madden sex scene. So I'm going to no, you fucking got it. It. You, You're stealing the thunder away from me, bro. I was about to start getting all up in the mic and everything. Well, it's time to get into the movie anyways. So. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to do a little uh, fan appreciation real quick. Getting ahead of ourselves, we have some stained cast updates as well as fan appreciation. So before we get into the movie and the fan appreciation, we do have a couple of things that we want to update you guys with in terms of us and the podcast. So first off, we are now on Instagram and Twitter uh, as our own separate entities. So for Twitter, we are at Staincast on Twitter uh, is also the name of the MCU Staincast. You can reach us on there for any of your, you know, questions, comments, concerns. For sure. And then uh, for the Instagram, it's just going to be MCU underscore Staincast. We, we both um, moderate either account. Really doesn't matter. Like you, one of you, if you do have, um, ask out and like reach a question. Uh, that makes sense at all. If you reach out and ask a question, either one of us will be yeah. able to see an answer. Yeah. But on top of that, we also now have merch. Um, we have two new logos that were made by the generous Joseph the Ho. That God bless you, Joe the Ho. We have now uploaded to our site. Uh, if you go to redbubble.com slash MCU Staincast or just go into redbubble.com and search up the MCU Staincast, you can now buy plenty of merch from shirts, stickers, hats, shower curtains leggings aprons, aprons yeah, whatever apron, you want yeah, yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff on there but anything that you guys do is much appreciated and uh but the we link, so the link for the merch is also in the instagram bio yes say that. that's definitely the easiest way yeah, to get exactly. it exactly there's some pretty sexy merch up on there too yeah exactly we got some so, cute stuff joe the whole cockpit's coming soon we're working that one God, with the distributor but that's uh that's pretty much all we had for updates for us so i think now we'll get into Fan appreciation. If you remember from last week, we did have both a question and a poll for um, Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. uh, DL, if you want, you could take away with the question. Uh, I asked when I was editing it last week for the Spotify uh, q and I said, the next MCU project you are most excited for? Some of the answers we have from our guest, uh, Mr. Don Pask, Ronald Pask, The Stain of Madness soon. 
So obviously, I we said that before. We're all very excited for that movie. Um, mm -hmm. From Umbrella, he said, uh, low-key season two. Season one ended ridiculously tough, and I need to see more Mobius and Judge Renslayer paying for a cameo for them in Doctor Strange 2. That's two. That, that's, that's true. That's right. That, that is yeah. very true. I, I Even can't, though Loki uh, season two is coming out God knows fucking when. Mobius. <laughs> then from Chet Stable, we also do have, uh, he said Wakanda forever. Um, I, I, yeah, I, no. I'm going to move on. Um, I'm hoping that was sarcasm. Yeah, I was or, saying, Chet, I really, Chet, I really He's getting recasted as Black Panther. Why wouldn't he be excited for it? He's got to be enthusiastic. So when they cast him as Black Panther, he could say he was always all about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The White Panther is coming soon. But also from <laughs> the last, <laughs> the, la <laughs> the last comment we had was from uh, B. Uh, he said that he's definitely oh, most excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he needed more of the multiverse that Loki set it up so well. And Bang the Bonker is coming soon. That's hideous, too, because this picture is literally deep fried Thanos. It's fucking yeah, gross. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really nice. <laughs> it <nasty. is. laughs> like, like, you oh really God. took the time to change that I'm gonna, shit. I'm going to pin it right I'm pin it right now for you so y'all can see that. So yeah, That, pic that picture is dumb hideous. But anyone who voted on the uh, Q&A, uh, thank you very much. We and along with the Q&A, we did have the poll of the best movie for Phase 2. And to a surprise to no one, Captain America the Winter Soldier won the poll by 71%, followed by mm -hmm. Age of Ultron with 14%, and then Iron Man 3 also with 14%. Who the hell voted for Iron Man 3? Fess up now. I think it was, was um, it? I think it was Chet. Really? That's I think he said it. it, it, it someone said it in the group chat. I don't remember who it was, but someone definitely mm -hmm. does. I want to say it was Chet. I mean, like, compared to the other movie, like, it definitely wasn't a bad movie. Was it the best one? At least in my opinion, not really. I, I mean, don't think it should know. be tied with Age of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I think Age of Ultron is surprisingly low. Yeah. I think Captain America the Winter Soldier is, like, I think it's, like, the overall best movie, but I think Age of Ultron's got my favorite scenes. So I think we talked we talked about that last week, Hag, and the fake yeah. when we wrapped it up. Absolutely. But we also did have um, or uh, something up on Instagram, but we'll get into that a little later as uh, it's part of one of our yeah part of one of our segments on it but it, it was just me um i asked in a uh, story on instagram what were your guys favorite scenes from uh eternals the movie we're covering obviously and i'll just wait till we get to that segment where we're going over the best scene because that's when it makes more sense agreed but uh besides that i just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who bought merch and anyone who plans to please it supports a good cause it's always going to we're just we're basically reinvent me and me and uh, hag have been speaking about it. we're probably just going to reinvest it into getting more stuff like more like mm -hmm. equipment or just like maybe doing giveaways or something like that because like well, whatever you guys end up buying, like obviously, there's some pretty dope stuff. But more stuff coming soon. Don't worry. This is just a spring collection. Yeah, this, this, this is just, this is just, ju it's yeah. just a taste. This is just a taste. So keep looking forward to uh, the summer collection coming soon. Staincast X. But uh, besides that, I do you want to? Just, I think we should just jump right in. I think yeah, I think we're ready to jump right into the movie. And start getting in there real quick. Mm. Sorry about the, the little bit of the sloppy opening, but you know. I'm sure you guys are wondering, what's this floppy opening that Hag's talking so much about? So actually, turns out I'm the god of editing, and I made the beginning sound smoother than a baby's bottom, so uh, back to your regularly scheduled staying cast. Jumping right into it, uh, favorite uh, and least favorite characters? I don't know if, uh, Don, you want to start with your favorite character? Oh, well, I think it's no surprise that my favorite character is obviously the man himself, Richard, <laughs> the man you have a picture of on your phone right I now. I have multiple pictures on my phone on him right now. I haven't spread him, spread him around around my notes. Uh, yeah, no, I just think 
you know, knowing him from Game of Thrones and from a lot of other <clears> stuff he's done, he's been in a couple <throat> other TV shows like The Bodyguard, which I highly recommend if you've never seen that one. Um, I just think he's a great actor, and he plays the role of Icarus incredibly well. I, I just loved every scene he was in, and yeah, I got none but love for him. Yeah. Uh, least favorite, uh, Sprite. Okay. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. not like bad acting or anything like that. It's just like, I just, yeah. I don't enjoy, I, I, I don't like, like, you know, the child, uh, yeah, child actors and stuff like mm. that, the child characters. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, not it's a little like, uh, it's a position the script put her in where like she, yeah. she, she's just like supposed to be like just a thorn in everyone like she's supposed to just be an annoying kid like yeah. that's kind of her and i mean like and which the they actress, did a good job with that yeah, yeah it was like, the actress does a good job in, in portraying that but it's just overall just doesn't make the character very likable yeah no it just turns me away from the character but i mean we'll see how it goes in the future i'm sure she'll make an appearance to in whatever other movie she's in and probably journals too yeah but uh smoke on if you want to take this one next all right i'd say well my favorite character, so it's complicated, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. I think Druig is probably my favorite of like all the Eternals. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I like he like brings like a lot of like I like like the themes and stuff that he like brings and how it, like I don't know, he's just interesting. Every scene that he's in, he's like he steals it for me personally. But then yeah. of course I got to shout out Dane. I don't think that Kit Harrington got enough action in this movie. Absolutely not. I mean, like, I, if we have, if it had been just three hours of Kit Harrington, I wouldn't have complained because I mean, like, it's Kit. Yeah. You know, so that's that would be my also my favorite character, but he just wasn't in enough to actually justify that being my favorite. Yeah, it's the Stark bro, the Stark bros. Yeah, exactly. The short King. Oh uh, yeah, so repping the Short Kings well. You gotta love it. <laughs> I'll say my least favorite was probably Sprite as well. I mean, like she kind of personified the audience with the thirst for Icarus. I think that that was pretty. No, she has that yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like, that's facts. Like that was me the whole movie. So I can't hate on that stuff. It's just like Paco said. You know, it's like the the child character and so and she could be annoying at times and she was like very like she made weird decisions sometimes i'm not really but i don't know i kind of liked all the characters in this movie for the most part but sprite yeah. if i had to pick one i'd say definitely sprite of all the eternals yeah oh so for me i i do agree with you smoke um druig i think is my favorite of the eternal gilgamesh is honestly a close second too he's just a fucking scumbag when he's chatting gilgamesh is great yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but like you said, all the Eternals are great. I don't really have a least favorite. If, like you said, if I had to give one, it would be to Sprite. However, I'm going to one-up it and just say Crow. He doesn't, like, he's just kind of there. He's fucking hideous. <laughs> he, is, he is hideous, but he's also just kind of there. Like, he's not yeah. anything memorable, not anything, you know. He's just, and, and especially that I, since I found out he's Bill Skarsgård, all I hear is Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it just seemed unnecessary. Like, I feel like I'm. We'll definitely talk about this more at length. But the deviants were really a side plot in the in the overall story of the Eternals. Like it, for this movie, anyways. Like they were there just to like put like a time frame on them and like kind of just add like suspense. Like because like those are really the only things that could actually beat. I just gave the them, like a physical like body to fight. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Instead of just it's like just a means to progress the story. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just like fighting a fucking slasher, which they're obviously not going to do. Exactly. So, like, it just gave them some meat to beat around while the story progressed. Which I mean, I'm not. I'm ultimately not mad at. Like, yeah. I'm not. And the designs of some of the uh, deviants did look pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Crow, Crow just looked absolutely fucking horrendous. And some of the, <laughs> some of the CGI uh, oh, in this movie was very spotty. Yeah, Icarus flying was definitely spotty at times no, for sure. What the, I think the thing that got me the most was that shitty ass airplane that Kingo had. That CGI on that was <laughs> that establishment shot was awful. 
So uh, transitioning, uh, I guess it's a perfect transition for me for my favorite character, uh, Mr. Kingo. Kingo is it's either Kingo or um, Gilgamesh. I, I just think Kingo. I, I just like the like the role he plays in the Eternals. I think, like I think like his chemistry with all of them is really good. And all their chemistry in general is fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they all have amazing chemistry with each other. Yeah, but I think just overall, I think Kingo is just like in terms of like the um, setting the tone. I like obviously. I think I like. There's certainly I like about all the characters, honestly. But like in terms of if I if I just had to pick them, which isn't easy, I'd just say Kingo or maybe um yeah, Gilgamesh, like I said. I like him too. He's a fucking meathead. Well, actually, before you before you go into your least favorite character, DL, I do want to make this mention. I said this when the movie first came out, and I'm going to say it again now. This movie by far, hands down, has the most beautiful cast in the MCU. Yeah, there's every single character I can look at and be like, all right, you're 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 beautiful in some way. It's a, if you if like, like thinking that I'm RHM, if I'm gonna design people, right? I gotta make them good looking. Yeah, exactly. I gotta make them look like Richard Madden. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's just fucking hilarious. And Kingo's always cheesing. That's another reason why he's my one of my favorite characters. Like that man literally is cheesing that entire movie. He's a Bollywood star. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That. He's, he's a great grandfather. He's my greatest father in the history of Bollywood. My father and me. Hmm. That's just fucking weak. But then my least favorite character, I might receive some flack for this. Athena. I, I think I think Angelina really? Jolie. So it's the same thing with Sprite for you guys, where it's like it's not the actual actress, it's just the situation she was put in. Like she like the whole thing with the Mad Weary was just literally just to like once again to set up like some sort of like stakes for them. Like I think it was cool, like that scene where they're in the temple, like where they're talking about it, but I don't know. I feel like her character kind of just disappears and then reappears when she's needed. Like she doesn't like have much like depth with the rest of the Eternals. I feel like there's not a lot of development of her character besides the fact that she's just out of her fucking mind. And, and, I, and also her powers are ridiculously strong. I feel like we never get to see them utilized, like unless she's fighting one of the other Eternals, which sucks because she could smoke some of these. I feel like that's why they gave her Mad Weary. Though. Yeah, no, no, that, yeah. yeah, it's like they, they kind of nerfed her, but like I don't know, maybe just because like I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like a cheap I, trick, in my opinion. I will, I will say though. No, she no does, offense to Angelina Jolie, though, because she's amazing. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she's amazing. DSLs. But um, <laughs> on the other side of that coin with Thena, is, I feel like she has better chemistry with Icarus than Cersei does. I feel like Cersei doesn't really have, like, that relationship, like, married for 5,000 years s chemistry that, that she should have with Icarus. But I don't know, something about Thena and Icarus, they just have, like, that unspoken sexual tension between mm-hmm. the two of them. I don't know. Icarus laid some pretty fucking nasty pipe on that bitch. On the first that's, date too, bro. Yeah, on the first date, I made a dog for that. Yeah. All he did was walk around a few couple, a couple times, and he was just like, "Damn, yeah. we're doing it right here yeah. in the sand." Yeah, I, I think we'll. I'll just finish off by saying, I just think maybe, maybe it's honestly just the fact that it's Angelina Jolie, and it's just weird for me to see her just like in a, a bigger universe like that. That might just be what it is. Like I'm, I'm so right used to her being like in these one-offs and those kind of movies, but like I don't know, it just, it just felt weird. Like she, she felt like she was kind of like an outsider amongst the Eternals. <laughs> In some in some scenes, at least to me, that's fair. But uh, oh yeah, my favorite hey. time. Give me this fucking microphone. So answering over to the uh, the thirsty moment of the movie, uh, Richard Madden. Richard that Madden. All. Man, that's all. And Dane. Oh yeah, always Dane. Nothing but love for Dane. I really couldn't tell you a specific part where I would uh where I would say I was uh, thirsted up. Pretty for, much anytime. That's what I'm saying. Like, anytime, yeah, yeah, any, anytime either one of them are on the screen. Yeah. And it's kind of like taking. All right, I'll I'll one up with you. I'll say the thirstiest moment is when they're both on the screen together. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, And also, like, uh, we'll talk about. I'll talk about it more when we're talking to going into the favorite scenes. But when he first pulls up, that shit's off. 
Oh, but, like, well, hey, when they're in London, and then all of a sudden yeah. he just pulls up and fucking knocks him. Like, oh damn, it's the kid. Then his laser beams be shooting. out. It's like, yeah, yeah, it goes. I think it's especially cool too for like the Game of Thrones fans to see like Jon Snow mm-hmm. and, like, and yeah, just like see them on like the screen together, mm-hmm. not in Game of Thrones. Like, oh, this is kind of weird. Modern clothes and shit. Yeah. It's it's kind of weak too because the last thing that um Richard's character in I don't uh, remember his name, um, but he said to 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 Kit in. Um, Game of Thrones was next time I'll see you, I'll, you'll be in, in black or something like that. And now Kit Harrington is the Black Knight. <laughs> that is kind of funny. He's a t- Mr. Rob and, Stark. Yeah. And this is their next project together. So it's like, that's that kind of cool. that's kind of tough. Yeah. And obviously, the little things always matter. And the fact that he can be like being assaulted by a demon, be crashed into a bus, and he's still looking like that. It's ridiculous. That man does not get scraped up at all. Even the fit stays hard. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, even the fit doesn't have a single hair. His hair doesn't have a single hair off center. That's what I'm saying. He's fresh out the makeup chair, and I got nothing but love for it. Some yeah. of it, maybe in some situations, I'd be like, now nah, that ain't it. But for Richard, man, I'm going to make an exception. Richard. He's a bad young man. I'm, I'm, but also I'm, Kit, too. I was saying, Kit, Kit as well. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Quill is thinking exactly the picture I, I know he is right now. I'm Richard. looking at it right now. I, mean, I, I knew it. I knew it. For those of you who don't know, uh, we're probably gonna post it. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be on the Instagram. It was literally the picture for the uh, the Eternals question. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. It was oh yeah, you you've seen it. You're, yeah. you're familiar with this picture. Yeah. And if, if you haven't, just go to the, go to our Instagram, take a peek at the highlights page, and then you'll see what you want to what you uh, what you hear us chirping about real quick. I also do want to state one uh, just really quick for the thirsty moments of the movie. Uh, Ajax. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes. No <sighs> Salma. That's what I'm saying. Cal I got Stamma. nothing but love for Salma Hayek, especially when she's wearing that like, not the Ajax costume, but the one where she's like in like what was it, 1700, 1600, something like that. When they're in the temple, mm-hmm. the Babylonians era? No, 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 not the Babylonians. No, in the Mayan, in like the 1500s. Oh, yeah. when they kill the last deviants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. she's wearing nothing okay. but robes. Yeah, calcium, yeah, yeah. calcium is an essential nutrient, bro. We need the milk. The milk Always is something I can't live without. But I, I'll, I'll toss another one at uh, Makara, or however you say her name, Makari. Makari. Mm-hmm. Makari, yes. Yeah. She's, she's also up there on the uh, the Get Me Right list. She's tough. She's really tough yeah. in this movie. That's what I'm saying. They're all, I mean, like, they're she, all she's tough, a fantastic like, actor for being deaf. Yeah. And, like, fantastic like, actor. Like, even Sprite, like, on the second rewatch, I kind of, like, don't mind it as much. Because, like, it is a lot more apparent when you realize that, like, how she actually is, like, obsessed with Icarus. Like, the more you look, like, how she's, like, tight at their wedding and shit like that. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. Is she still probably is at like one of the bottom that like probably like her and Thena are like probably like sharing last place for me, but like it's it's still not a very like bad to be at the bottom list. Like they're, they're still a great job into it. Like they still do a good job. Yeah, it's just that like the best. exactly. It's just that you always have a lot of heavy hitters at the top. We got Literally. like the Gilgameshes. The, exactly the Gilgamesh. The Gilgamesh. The Kingo. The, the, the Druigs. Yeah, exactly. The Kit Harrington. <laughs> and, but what I will say, what you said before, you said there wasn't enough Kit. It's like this movie wasn't about him. So like, oh, no, I'll get yeah. that. Like, that's definitely like, the benefit of that. Where it's like, it was more just to set him up for future this, projects. This was to set him up like, for pretty much the Midnight Suns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like they're, they're like, all right, he also has to be a part of this already like ten person cast. Like, all right, whatever. We'll, we'll give him a tiny little role. Give him a post credit scene, and then he's off. Just, just, just so he's introduced. Like, like, for for the character that. of the Black Knight and for Dane Whitman, like, yeah, that's all we needed from him for this movie. However. Mm-hmm. As Kit Harrington, I kind of want to see more of him now, but at least this means we'll see more of him in the future. I can't wait to see more of him in the future. I mean, like, he's already a stellar actor to begin with, but then I think just the storylines of, like, the Black Knight and, like, all that stuff that they could do in the future, 
it's oh um, man i'm so excited but i guess moving on uh if uh quill or smoke if either one of you want to take it away with your favorite scenes and then we could do after we say ours then we can do the uh one from the Instagram. yeah we'll do those all right well i'll do so definitely my i would say obviously like the easy favorite scene to say is when they're all fighting icarus at the end i i yeah. loved like how like not a single one of the eternals were like even remotely like shook to fight him like they all, yeah, want they, the they, all, they, so they want, they want it. Like even Thena, uh, he said, "You don't have to fight me." She goes, "No, but I want to." No, exactly. That's what Fasto said too. He's like, "You don't know how long I've been waiting to clip your wings, bro." And it, it, that 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 was actually spoiler. That's one of my favorite quotes from the movie because that shit is so tough. And he holds his own too, man. No, Especially like good. he doesn't have any like physical powers by any means. It's, it's just like no, he just, yeah, it's just like, and he holds like he takes care of Icarus. That shit is so tough. But then like probably my favorite like non that scene which is obviously my favorite is um when they're like in the temple and druig is like just talking like they're all just like i just love like the perspective of their like gods amongst men so they like talk about humans as they're like we should do something no we shouldn't like they have the power to do something and like stop all these conflicts and they just like don't until drew finally does they're blinded by loyalty yeah exactly and I, I think that that's such a cool theme throughout the movie is like how it's like the balancing of like you have all this power should you help or should you not yeah yeah definitely yeah. One of my favorites for sure I mean, I, I got to agree with you on the uh, whole fighting Icarus thing. Like, Makari puts the fucking work in after she thinks Druig is dead. Like, she's beaten his ass. Oh, yeah, no, she goes into town. Yeah, she's it it, it definitely did a good, uh, like, I'll always say the speedsters, just anyone that has anything to do with speed, they're a dummy up. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it did a good uh, oh, yeah, good way of showing it. Yeah, I really like when she was, like, trying to find, like, the um, where he was coming out of the ground, like, the volcano. Like, they kind of show, like, her perspective, like, her, like, kind of, like, jumping and her, like, everything kind of is like slowing down around or however they did it it just looked really cool and they, they, they always they, they, put like a different lens on it yeah they they portray all of the eternals powers very differently yet also very similarly so they all look like they come from the same you know power yeah. i guess yeah because they're all like the white cosmic energy very different they, yeah, exactly. they, they, yeah. they do a good job at like yeah like you said like kind of like making them the same but different where like there's different variations of the same type of power like they're using the exactly. cosmic energy differently it's it's so yeah. It's more like powers and abilities more than just power. Would you say your favorite scene yet from the movie? Oh, um, no, oh, it was just, just smoke. It was, yeah, it was just smokes. So so for me, it there are a lot of good scenes in this movie, and I honestly I just like the one I'm actually watching it right now, but where they're all just sitting in uh, Gilgamesh and Thena's house. And they're yeah. just sitting, like talking yeah. like a family. Like the chemistry is 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 so good. The the dialogue is there. Like everything is just perfect. It's it's just a scene where they're just sitting and chatting, which is something we I mentioned last week. We even wanted to see more of out of the Avengers, and just to see this and how they have this seven thousand year past. I don't know. It's just interesting. That's believable. They riff off each other really well. Like you could believe that they've known each other for seven thousand years. Seems very natural. Exactly. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that definitely. I would have to say, just in terms of uh, everything you guys said was also, those are great scenes. The whole movie's great, but in terms of like the one I enjoyed the most, definitely was uh, Cersei when Arsham is like explaining oh, yeah. what they are. Right. Just oh. the visuals throughout that whole, it's like, a, it's like a five or six minute scene where it's just like they're at the yeah, World yeah. Forge and just everything you see from like the memories them being built, yeah. like her walking around the world, which is, it just looks visually stunning. Yeah. And it, it does a great boring. job. Like, there's so much, like, plot that you got given in that short time, but I think like yeah. they explained it there's so no, like, Yeah, well. there's a lot of exposition, but it doesn't feel like dumping it. Yeah. Like, it, it all comes very naturally. Mm-hmm. And Airstrom's just dummy tough. All the Airstrom scenes are so yeah. good. Airstrom's kind of me right now. 
he's fucking posted that entire movie, especially at the end of the movie. Oh my god, he's stupid posted. I gotta talk about that scene. It's okay. Yeah, but uh, also also one of my favorite scenes. Um, so I mean, the problem is, is that you guys said like some of my favorite ones. Uh, another cool thing I have is like at the beginning, like with the how they're like explaining everything, like at the very beginning of it. Now, like I like how it's told from like the Eternals uh, point of view. How like they're saying like they're from Mount Olympus and like they were sent. Like, this oh, like, like the, the Star Wars esque crawl, uh, crawl that they did at the beginning. Yeah, I just think it's cool how it was like just sold from like the Eternals' point of view, like how like there was information on that that we, that we learned was like not true. So just kind of, I, I like that scene. Um, um, Gilgamesh just every single time he's just beating the hell out of deviants. That shit's hilarious. When he like when he slapped that one of them, Don leaves that guy. I love him. Yeah, he was he was he was smacking the shit out of that one deviant when they're uh, defending Babylon. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> He's he's having fun with it too. He's acting like a joke and shit. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'll, I'll I'll read some of them off the uh, the Instagram. So there's, there's there's some repetitive ones. So I'll just like if it's the same one, I'll just glance over a little bit. But uh, I mean, Smoke, you you were the first one. I think the scene with Kit Harrington in it. Mm. I don't know if you want to expand or you want to just keep it how it is. I think it kind of covers it all, but I mean, like the scene. I mean, yeah, it's pretty complicated. Like don't get me started again because I'll get going again. The scene with Kit Harrington. Uh, Chet Stable said the sex scene, which is Classic. true. We already spoke about it. Icarus yes, and got to got to crack a cold one open for it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sir. Uh, Mr. Brian Arachi said uh, any scene with Richard Madden in it, it will be it will have a place in my heart. But my favorite scene, oh, it was oh, he did like a part two. Yeah, when all the Eternals want smoke with Icarus was my favorite. Yeah, but which we we, we all agree with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Xander said when Richard Madden fucks. <laughs> Oh, nice. we we discussed that as well. Yeah. There's a common theme here. And then Willie yeah. said, and then uh, Willie said, "This one. When is this one?" Asking for a friend. Speaking of like the picture of him. Unfortunately, <laughs> Willie, this is not from Eternals. We could send the picture to you. That's like, if you yeah, want the picture, I, we, I, can I will send say, it actually. To you. I'm going to send it to Willie right now and see what he responds with. You're going to send him the one where he's leaning back to. Yeah. Oh, that that was the one I was going to send him. Yeah. With his mother. Unfortunately, the, yeah. That, that that's just a random picture from this. I guess some paparazzi took when he was like on vacation. It's unfortunate it's not in the movie. If it wasn't the movie, we'd certainly be talking about it more. But for now, it's just uh, just something for me to post. Uh, Mumbra also said, Icarus versus the rest of the Eternals. That should not be tough. Max said, Rob Stark sex scene. <laughs> That's a cultured man. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Sling said, I, I Fasto's kiss. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Fasto. oh, yeah. Actually, this was something I, I did want to bring up about talking about Fasto's. The way that they made him gay and just didn't make it like this big thing about the inclusion and diversity and stuff. That's what you need to fucking do. They did it yeah. the right way. Exactly. It was just like a regular moment. Like like you'd expect it from the same thing, whether or not like he had a, he had a wife or he had a like a, a husband. Like, it doesn't change exactly. anything. It stays consistent, which I like about that. And then there's only a couple more. Danny said daddy style. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, yeah. So uh, I sent the picture to Willie, and he said, and I quote, I need to be that chair. <laughs> Bro, I wish. He's right, though. Uh, Jason said, Richard Richard and Kit. Yes. Which is very true. And then Donald said, whenever Richard is on screen, which is also true. So there's a very common theme of uh, Richard and Kit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But thank you guys for uh, having those responses. Because it is always funny to look through and see other people's uh, favorite scenes. I'm sure, yeah, uh, Sling, you're really messing with that Fastos kiss. Maybe a little too much. We're definitely going to be doing these in the, uh, with every podcast um, mm-hmm. coming up. We we like the fan interaction. We like talking to you guys, getting a little more thoughts in there, especially because mm-hmm. we can't have you know too many guests on at once. 
Yeah. Another thing I will say is like I don't even know if what you'd even call it a scene, but like the, like on second rewatch, I noticed a couple things. Like it's so much more obvious that they're robots. Like even the way they turn on in the beginning, like there really is never like them just like coming to life. They were kind of just switched on, like like a machine. They just and had the, the, way- the orb inserted into Ajax, and then it was like, oh, time to turn on. Exactly. Like they kind of just flipped on. Like there wasn't like breathing. There was just like it was just so like inorganic the way they just exist. Even the way they first communicated, yeah. it's not like, like robots just trying to like understand like what the hell they like who they were. Yeah, like when yeah, Cersei and Richard are like mm-hmm. looking at it. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're kind of just like first like figuring out like how to even communicate. I think that was interesting. Oh yeah, no, another scene that I thought was weird, like a little bit more negative, is when uh, Icarus drops off Ajak at like that um that oil plant or wherever the hell it was. In Alaska, like, yeah. yeah, in Alaska. Where the hell did that shotgun come from that she found on the ground to shoot at the Deviant? It's uh it's from the workers that yeah, but like that shit was posted. Like that shit was just randomly posted. Like, like, like she literally backed up. And was like, oh shit, it's a shotgun, and starts shooting it at him. That was the most convenient. I, mean, I don't like, know why I thought the shotgun would do anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's more interesting that the shotgun was there. Like that shit was just fucking <laughs> chill. Like there was no, there's no remains of anyone else, no blood, no clothing, just a shotgun. I think that was pretty funny. That AJ kind of washed. AJ ain't got the intangibles to be taken on deviants. The fact that it's kind of interesting. She does feel like. Yeah, but as a prime eternal, you think she'd have a little bit more toolies on her. <clears throat> That's true. I mean, they each fit a role. Yeah, no, like, I get that. But like, you think like since she's like the prime eternal, she's kind of like outside of the roles where she likes her roles just to keep. I guess I guess she just keep everyone in check until they finish off all the deviants. So I guess yeah. that makes sense. I will say one more scene that I really did enjoy was towards the beginning, uh, Babylon when they're mm-hmm. fighting. The, uh, they're showing off like them fighting the deviants in Babylon. That's just like as a history nerd too. The way that they show off Babylon and yeah. just like all the old, other ancient cultures, the Gupta Empire, the Mayan Empire, I think they did a really, really good job of like yeah. depicting that stuff. Because Babylon, like the blue walls of Babylon and all that stuff, and even yeah. like all the myths they had to like Gilgamesh is fighting a bull. One of the myths in that is just uh, Gilgamesh literally killing the bull of heaven or like the heavenly bull or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's where that myth comes from. Yeah, no, and they bring it up cool. in other scenes too, like where Icarus. The guy who flew too close to the sun and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I just think it's really cool how they interwove that. In. No, definitely. I, I they, definitely they did it very that. well, that for sure. And it cannot be said enough time. This is a beautiful fucking movie. Like, the cinematography for this movie is on another level. Even with yeah. Marvel projects, I think it stands in it like in a pretty like. There's some very stunning shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like it's I said, in a pretty high thing with the world But I guess uh, we can move right along from there. Uh, Quill, if you have any uh, favorite quotes that you want to go over. Oh, I have a couple. Yeah. Uh, basically everything that they talked about uh, in the Mayan temple when they first broke up, specifically Druig, uh, bringing up like, you know, we should help them, no we can't and all that stuff. And he's saying, specifically at the end when he says, I've been loyal to you, Ajak, kept your secret for, oh wait, no, never mind, never mind. That, that, that was after. That was after. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was that's when he's about to smoke I've watched humans destroy each other when I could stop it all in a heartbeat. Do you know what that does to someone after centuries? And mm-hmm. also, we're just like the soldiers down there, pawns to their leaders, blinded by loyalty. That it ends tough. now. Yeah, that, that shit is ridiculously tough. He's spitting in that scene particularly. Those are the quotes I had too. For like my favorite. Drew tough. Like I said, he's just spitting because it's like he just like puts it so philosophically. It's like yeah. you're like really think about like what this would do to somebody if they had the ability to stop all this. No, absolutely. Just, he, it feels like, like he's the only one that's thought this through like why are we doing this? Yeah, because he could literally stop it whenever he wanted to. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to go in there and down there and kill anybody or fight anything. He could just stop it whenever he wants to, and they just they can't. But then that also brings up the thing oh, like, yeah. that's not giving them free will. That's yeah, just yeah. making them do what he wants them to do. Yeah, exactly. It's it's interesting. Another thing I think is really interesting too is like just like the alliances between them. Like even at the end when they're trying to decide whether or not they should stop the emergence, you kind of see like the alliances go into play where it's like 
kill it. Like, like people kind of like change their opinion just on like like someone they like respect they, or, yeah. or whatever. Like when Kingo pulls up when he says, "Oh yeah, like obviously like I don't think it's right to like, killing all those people, but like I, I don't believe it enough to hurt my family or whatever." It's like it's just interesting seeing like there's so much like interwoven dynamics between all of them, and it's just cool it, seeing it because it, it gets explored. So well. pretty, oh, it gets well. explored very well. Uh, another quote I have is uh, when Nicholas said, uh, "What did he say?" I think he said, "I am very beautiful." When he was talking to Cersei, and he's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. He, is he is very beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Now, so similar, doing. similar to that one. Uh, when they're in the the Amazon rainforest, and Sprite's just watching Icarus, and Kingo goes, "I like watching him too." I'm like, "Yes, Kingo. We all like watching Richard." <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's, a, it's a thirst fest over Richard in this movie and on this. Damn it should be. exactly. Another one I have is when he's talking about the engine. It's like too advanced. He's like, "I give you the plow." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's just funny that was a cool scene when they were just talking about how we like slowly like pushed along humanity with technology and yeah. stuff like and that trying so. to give them a steam engine in yeah. 5000 bc yeah that got too early like it's just so interesting like how like and then he's and, I, and then with that like when how he helped create the um atomic bomb, atomic bomb. yeah yeah, yeah so, and you see him crying over over you know he's he's pretty much the reason why they got to this point to do this and yeah, what that does for same thing with like the druid situation yeah, it's just that theme of like, like you were talking about smokehouse, like when to when to inter when to intervene and when not to. It's like plays such a big role when like when you have the power, should you do it no matter what? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good theme that gets like exemplified over the movie. Speaking about mm-hmm. Fastos, though, it's also another quote that I had when uh, they were talking about like whether or not to do the emergence, and it comes out that Icarus is, you know, he did everything and stuff like that. Uh, Fasto says, "I wouldn't change a single thing about who I am, born or made." But I do not exist for Arizim. I exist for my family. Yeah. And then Icarus says, "Then you made the same mistake Ajax made." Mm-hmm. Tough. Yeah. yeah. That's just that Another thing I think is um is interesting. Like kind of like jumping out of the quotes just for a second. I think it's funny like how fast they kind of went from like wanting to put team at the sleep to just smoking his ass. I feel like they kind of <laughs> yeah. like they flip up really quick. Where it's like this went from being a complete plan B, like only if we have to. And then Drew gets like, fucking right. smoked by fucking Icarus. I don't like, know how he survived that. So yeah, so it's like I get them leading up to that point. They think he's dead. So like, all right, whatever. So we have to go. This is a plan B. Like this is plan A now. But then as soon as she sees Drew, he's like, I can't do this. She's like, only you can do it. It's like, damn, there goes keeping team alive. You're fucking cooking his ass. And like, th- there wasn't even any debate about it. It was just between her and it was just between Cersei and um, Drew. Yeah. So I think I think that was interesting. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it's like something I I would say kind of like decreases my rating for the movie i think it was a little, a little sped up at that part not to take away from that fight scene though like like especially fastos he he had the icarus on the ropes that he had all the so technology cool. he had he had the tool he's on him at all times yeah I, I don't have too many more quotes besides the ones we've already uh discussed except for the post credit uh, scene but we'll get into that i later. do have uh, the very last thing that erishram said at the end of the movie though you have chosen oh. to sacrifice a celestial for the people of this planet. I will spare them, but your memories will show if they're worthy to live, and I will return for judgment. Yeah. That is tough. 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 That shit is so fucking tough. I need All more the teams are tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need more Irishman for sure. Mm-hmm. And a, a fun fact, I don't know if you knew this, but the voice actor is the same voice actor as uh, Optimus Prime from Transformers. I can believe that, yeah. Go to the voice acting. He's got that like, deep, like... Almost yeah. growled, I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, jumping over to the uh, yay moment of the movie, I'd like to. I didn't so, really have too many. I mean, yeah. besides so, the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the shotgun is definitely... Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
The shotgun's definitely in there. Another thing I have is Druig surviving Icarus throwing his ass on the ground. Like that's that's kind of fucking that ridiculous. is true. Like, he, he smoked his ass because like he didn't just throw him. He literally shot him into the ground with laser vision too. Like, he like to the, into the crust. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how the hell did he climb out? Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like he just kind of just fucking turned. Absurd. Yeah. That's pretty fucking egregious. Another one I have is why didn't they just use use the Unimine to fucking stop Icarus from fighting them and then just use him to fucking help them with Tiamat? You know what I'm saying? Where it's like 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 when they first connected the Unimine, like Icarus saw them. It's like instead of just trying to put Tiamat to sleep, why don't you put Icarus to sleep, then put Tiamat to sleep? Because you know they probably didn't think they had enough time. I don't know. They're See, trying to do it. It, as it as seems possible. like lazy plot writing to me. Where it's like I mean, they I mean it yeah. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, and then another yeah, I think I have is just like I said before, then just going like super guns play. Like like literally Cersei said, I'm not gonna kill a celestial, like in the scene before that, where she almost was like she, I think she was almost in tears saying like she's not gonna kill a celestial, like she doesn't have the like she she just she, she doesn't want to. Exactly, she just doesn't want to. She it's not her responsibility or whatever it would be. And like she just doesn't feel it's right. And then all of a sudden she's just with it. She's with whatever. After seeing if fucking Drew get his fucking clock clean. I can't believe he survived that shit. That's what I'm saying. That, that, yeah. That is a little D. <laughs> But then, oh yeah, then unfortunately, there is no Stanley cameo in this movie, nope. so that we're gonna have to skip past. We're going right on to the post-credit scenes, to mm-hmm. which we actually have a, a guest who wanted to come specifically for this post-credit scene. <laughs> I'm so excited to finally be a guest. <laughs> Welcome to the Staincast. Well, the first one is the one with Ayrshim, isn't it? No, there's no. Oh, I, 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 the first one is the Harry Styles one. <laughs> oh yeah, then the other one is the Dane one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always forget that the ending scene in the movie is just like the actual end of the movie, like where it feels like it could be a post credit scene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It feels weird. Yeah, so what the uh, first post credit scene we have is uh, Mr. Harry Styles and what what the hell was the troll's name? Pip. Really bad CGI <laughs> troll. Yeah, really yeah. bad CGI <laughs> troll. troll was looking like fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah spoiler alert if you didn't know, Harry Styles is in this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Harry Styles is the MCU. Yeah, the first time that I heard that he was going to be in it, I think I was just on Instagram and I like Enos posted it or something. And I was like, there's no way that Harry would be in this because that's just so like out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But yeah. And then I started like thinking about it and I was like, well, for me, I'm a Harry fan and I'm a Marvel fan. So I'm like, this is best case scenario. This is great. And then I was like, that's kind of smart of Marvel to hire him or, you know, get him in the movies because he has such a big fan base that like Harry Styles fans are going to go see this movie because Harry's in it. And then they're just going to. They did. They They will. They They did. did. They did. (laughs) And then it's just going to drive up like ticket prices or ticket sales and everything. And, you know, I think it's pretty smart of them to do. No, for sure. And even with that small scene that he had, like, I, I remember in the theater I was in, there was definitely a small group of people who were definitely no, freaking yeah, out. Like, when yeah. we went to go see it, it was literally, like, a group of, like, four girls. Yeah. And then we had the post credit scene, and he pops up on stage, you just mm-hmm. hear them start going yeah. wild. They're like, oh, God, here he is. Yeah. Which, I'll give it to them. He is a cutie pie. I'm not going to Yeah, I mean, so well, As if this cast can get fucking good-looking enough, and they bring out Harry Styles, they up the ante. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. It's absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, he's uh, just... Now that we talked about him actually being in it, you know, he's Eros, the brother of Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely have a lot of explaining to do with that shit. Because I'm curious on what angle they're going to go from. So what the director said was Thanos and, and Eros, like the, the pretty much the, um, the Eternals of Titan didn't want to, like they pretty much went against it, which is why, er- but then Thanos did his shit which we've already seen and then 
Eros was just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. I think it'll just be interesting to like see how he does in the movies, just because he doesn't really have like that much acting experience. Mm -hmm. So, like that'll just be interesting to see how that all works out. And I, I could definitely see him even in the movies earlier than Eternals too, because I know they like doing that where they have the post credit scenes where they unveil new characters just to kind of like have you acquainted with them. So when the next movie comes out, you're not like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. yeah. That's true. I could, They've done that I, I could definitely see Harry and Mr. Bad CGI troll blow. It, even if it's not for like a whole like movie, like he could, I could definitely see him cameoing in another movie, considering like you know it's the Eternals. Like now that we're made aware of their presence, I feel like you can't tiptoe around that anymore. They better fix the CGI on that goddamn troll. <laughs> it's a post credit scene. That shit's fine. Like <laughs> you can only do so much. You can't put that much money into. Like a I guarantee you, that they saw the budget from the rest of the movie. Like all right, we literally have ten dollars left. Like all right, make us make make the best well, yeah, CGI troll you can something. find. I was just to be fair. This was added very last minute. The director said so. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I can definitely see Marvel pulling up after movies. So I'm like, all right, this this has to be in. Like, okay, fine. Because I, I know uh, one of the Joe's gripes of the movies that he thought it was unnecessary. To me, like, it's kind of was like I wasn't like super. I wasn't like mad or anything, but like it just seemed a little forced to me. But like, I always say more. I always say yes to more characters. Like, Eros is a cool character. Like, I like him. So I mean, if they can integrate Harry Styles into that role, go right ahead. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But what did you guys like think when you like saw that it was Harry? What did? What were your initial thoughts? So at first, I completely forgot he was in the movie. Like, because like obviously we had that entire movie, so many characters in it, so much Richard Madden. So I was like, I wasn't even thinking about. <laughs> I was spent by the end of the movie. That's what I'm saying. By the end of the movie, I was all, I was all in the juice. I was taking deep breaths, bro. I was all in the juice. I was recuperating by the end of that. And then all of a sudden, I, I remember seeing because I saw the, the troll come through, and then he said, and then like the teleportation, like animation starts going. Like, oh my god, this is gonna be Harry Styles, isn't it? Then he pulls up. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Because at first, because um, the people I went with, they're not like huge Marvel fans. So like they looked at me and you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I'm like, bro, you just got to watch it. Because like, I, I wasn't sure like what his aspect, like what his like function in this movie was. And he literally was just there just to pull up and become handsome. So I'm okay nice. with that. That's true. I mean, I was a little like, why the fuck is Harry Styles in the MCU? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's Harry Styles. Yeah. But <laughs> if his acting is, you know, up to par and they didn't just do it as for a money grab, then it is what it is. He's up there with the baby with like some of the people I'd never seen in the MCU, honestly. Like, yeah. I, would, I, I, I would be less shocked to the baby in the MCU than Harry Styles. Like, it was just so out of because, like, the baby came here soon. That's what I'm saying. The baby's gonna, yeah, that's why I was like, there's no way that this is true. Yeah, no, it, it was super weird because I was like, I, I remember he was in it, but like, obviously, there's so much going on in that movie where, like, by the time we got to that point, I was like, oh my god, yeah, the kid. And then the mm -hmm. other post credit scene kind of like it kind of overshadowed this one just because, like, it's fucking kid, mm. the kid. kid. The Dane Whitman, the Ebony Blade, and then, then the actual go, Mister. What is Mahershala it, Ali? Mahershala Ali. Yeah. I got mad love for that man. I'm so fucking hyped. Hopefully, we get the Blade movie soon. It wasn't on the 2022 slate, was it? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. That movie's like, like I know we say it all the time, but like, I love when they like have the post credit scenes showing us what's new, but like. They can't make it so far down the road where, like, it's so irrelevant until that movie comes out. Like, I need more Dane, at least this year. Like, like I don't know what his, like, like what you could put him in. But, like, it just seems crazy putting in, like, the concept, like, a Blade and all that in a post credit scene in a movie in 2021. And we're not even going to see that movie until, like, 2023. At least to me, that seems a lot. I have a feeling he's going to be in Moon Knight. That'd be cool. He might make a cameo. Yeah, exactly. Like, That'd be the only real place they could fit him in the schedule yeah. for the most part. That makes sense anyway. Yeah, I, I would just like to see like some sort of like like nudge to it, like some sort of just reference to it. Like instead of this like like without that, it kind of just feels like they're just doing it just to like 
have this character be established, and then they're kind of like, all right, whatever, we'll, we'll pick up back with his story in a year and a half from now, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're already setting up a bunch of characters for the Midnight Suns, and especially considering they're casting Ghost uh, Ghost Rider, like, they're going to do the Midnight Suns, and it would only make sense for either Blade and or Black Knight to show up in the post credit scene at the very least of Moon Knight to set that up as them coming together as well. No, definitely. I mean, like, look, there's a lot of great projects coming out this year. So I'll definitely like, like when in terms of like my anticipation, like I'll, I'll just let this year go by. Then I'll, I'll change my view on it. Cause there's going to be some cool stuff coming out this year. I'm excited. Do you know like the next movie that Harry's going to be in? Absolutely or, not. They haven't like said anything. They nope, said we anything just, no. We know yeah, it's, it's, it's more just like, I'm, I'm assuming like the next movie that like has to do with the Eternals, I guess, but like, I don't even know what movie that would be. Cause like the Eternals, like they just made them so like abstract compared to the MCU. And I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but I feel like this isn't such a, like they had the scenes where they're talking about like the Avengers and stuff, but to me, it still felt like they were in a separate universe just cause like, oh, they're, yeah, they're in a completely separate Yeah, that was, like, that was something, that was something I, I did want to like. Yeah, the power scaling is a little different. This you're gonna get Sam Wilson's yeah. Captain America pulling up on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on any of these ship. guys, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. But I did, sure. I did want to bring that up because this, this just, this is to me is the MCU movie that feels like an MCU movie the least. Yeah, oh, absolutely. but in a good way, especially with two, um, two references to DC, which is funny. Yeah, so, like, they reference, yeah. reference reference Batman and Superman, right? Yeah. I mean, uh -huh. at the end of the day, it's pretty relevant because like they're all made by like, the same four people, so like it really doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. But it's just weird to see, like, especially like in common age Marvel, where it's like they're kind of just like so eager to give props to DC, which I mean, I think it's cool. Like, I, I there's no reason to beef between because, like, like I said, like, like there was like they a, all make a cool collection of guys who went between Marvel and DC in like his 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s that all kind of made the same characters. So, like, I think that's cool, but I did it's kind of took you out of the universe because, like, it's this it's got to be like one of the first movies where they reference DC in it. They have before, I, I just think like it wasn't as like in your face as it was in this movie. That's like true. When he's talking about Icarus, like you're Superman, he's like, I don't wear yeah. a cape. <laughs> but I mean, he literally is Superman. Yeah, no, he thought he's fucking Superman. Except with the exception of his frost breath or whatever. But I think that's pretty much it for that. And we, we want to get into our episode ranking. Sure. You want to go first, Paco? You want to get up on that? I still need to think about it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, no, you got it. All right. Um, <laughs> I have mine. So I'll just. Um, right now, I give it a uh, 8.3. That's what I got. Okay. Out of ten, I have it at a uh, seven point five. Oh damn! Yeah, I I did put it a little low, but mm. after looking at what I like had other things rated, that just is where it made sense to mm -hmm. me. Yeah, like it's it, it's tough. Um, I, I think this movie has like there's so many good things going for it, but I, I don't know. I feel like some characters definitely took the backseat. Like I feel like Kingo not being in the finale was the weirdest thing for me. That's true. Like, like, I think the excuse made sense, but I don't think it was necessary. Like, I think he should have just been in the final fight. Like, like, it makes sense that he wouldn't fight his family, even though he disagrees with, like, at, like, like the situation. But I, I, I would have liked to see him at least do something. I don't know. It seems like a little bit of a cop-out compared He's to, like, an actual He's also very overpowered. Kingo? Yeah. I guess he's overpowered when he, like, charges up his shit. But yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like Fastos and, like, Fastos, Makari, I feel like they're, they're, all, they're all better than him. That's true. They can true. all smoke his ass. But uh, I don't know if we uh, did we ask this yet. Uh, who's your, who's everyone's favorite Eternal? Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? We did favorite and least favorite. Oh no no no! no, no. But I was just saying no, like, Eternals. Like, yeah, like, just, just Eternals. Characters. Like just like in terms of like Eternals. But I guess yeah. I guess we kind of did touch on it with the favorite. Yeah. With like, our we all said our favorite characters were Eternals. Mm -hmm. But I guess oh like I wanted to bring up before on the opposite coin of that which which one which powers would you want? 
I'd probably say like Makari. Yeah, I'd probably say Thea. Even though I don't, maybe that's why I don't like like the adaptation. I feel like her powers are just wasted, but she's fucking hot. I like think her, her, her like energy swords are fucking ridiculous. I mean, it depends. Like if I if I say like Icarus, do I get to be shredded like him too, or do I just have his power? No, you you just get the power set. Ah, uh, okay. It's kind of so I, I, to me, only Richard Maddox could look like. Richard I was, Maddox. I was gonna say, unfortunately, because that'd be that'd be calm if I could snag that too. Like that's mm-hmm. already a done deal. No, to me, uh, it would be either Fastos or Druig. I was gonna say Druig probably. So, I think that that could be potentially op though his power. Yeah, just, I think when it connects to a Unimind, I think his power is up. But I think regularly it's kind of useless because if you fight someone like Thanos, he can't control Thanos. Like he, do, I feel like he doesn't have like the. I mean, could he? I don't know. I guess they're both technically Eternals, so I guess it would come down to. I guess, We've never seen him control an Eternal before, so I guess that would come down to whatever they think. But I, I feel I feel like in terms of just like for big bulk games, I mean we saw him when he controlled that village when they're just shooting at that demon. That shit was primitive. Yeah. That was primal as fuck. I think he's got the coolest ceiling for his power, definitely. Like like if he had like like when he amplifies his power like through the Unimind, he could if he can control basically anything, that's pretty fucking tough. I mean if the whole point was him to like control a celestial, like that's already yeah, incredibly yeah. up. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, we never saw him succeed. Like, we don't no, know. But if he they actually... like they assumed that he could do it with the unimind. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of just like got he probably got CTE or something. Like that. <laughs> He's like, I'm out for a week. No, nah, he gave Sprite CTE. You know, yeah. you see that hitting game? Yeah, well, I'm with, the oh, with, the, with the rock. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. He pulled up out of nowhere. Yeah, he pulled up out of nowhere and fucking he sucker punched her ass with that rock. He knocked her out for the rest of the fight. Yeah, she she was down for the count. Another thing, I, I don't know, like. I understand the situation Sprite was in, but I feel like there was better ways than her just making herself human. Like, why not just make yourself an Eternal that ate, or like give yourself a, I don't know. That seemed a little weird to me, like when she decided to just become a human, like just age normally. I think that's their excuse for A, the actor aging, or B, them writing her out so they don't have to bring her back again. Yeah, whatever it is, because like, I don't know, it, it just seemed kind of like defeating the purpose. Like, I, I feel like she was supposed to like, I, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I would have liked to see her, like, kind of just, like, be over that. But, I mean, she is a kid for her entire life. So, like, she really can't get over that. You're going to be, like, whatever. She is 16, 17 her entire life. But, I don't know. I, it, was, it was a little bit of a cop-out, in my opinion. Her just, like, having all that power left in the Unimind and being, like, out of all the things, just make me human. Like, why don't you make yourself an Eternal that ages or something like that? I don't know. I feel like the sky's the limit. I mean, clearly, they, if you could put a Celestial to sleep with the power of the Unimind, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Like, well, no, the power of the I, gods. I think with... Because... What I think the power of the Unimind was going to be like, so Druig was going to take the Unimind power using his abilities, but since Cersei did it, she could only use hers. And with her whole changing things to matter, I don't think that she would have been able to make it an Eternal that ages. The only reason she was able to make her human was because Eternals aren't human. They're just they're, they're robots changes, or whatever. What something is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so she just turned her back into a human. Okay. That's, I guess no, so. she made her human. Yeah. Her yeah. I guess so. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was definitely it was definitely like a really good movie. So, like I said, cinemata- like cinematography wise, like it's probably like up there. Like if I compared movies based like just on that filter, it would probably be like top five. But obviously, there's a lot more things that make a movie a great movie. Mm-hmm. So I like it like eight point three. I don't know if you had one smoker like just like a range. Yeah, I would say probably like I'll split the difference like probably seven point nine. I am I feel like the rating for this could probably change the most out of anything after like seeing where the MCU goes from here because mm-hmm. there was a ton of world building that existed yeah. like in this and like just to see like. Yeah. Like, looking back on this movie, like, probably two, three years, my rating will probably change up or down. I can't say for certain, but it's definitely – that's a TBD for me. I'll say 7.9 tentatively right now, but I'm interested to see where they go with all this. Uh, yeah, I'd say, like, there, I did have a couple gripes with the movie. Not Nothing like, you know, with the characters or the storytelling or anything. It's just – I 
it was so weird to me. It just like really, really put me off whenever it changed from having no borders to having borders. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the well, IMAX, this is we're watching yeah, the IMAX yeah. version. But uh, you know, no, it, it was definitely like, like the editing team. Definitely, like the technical. Like, no. And with the editing, too, I had something else to do with like there's a couple of shots in the movie where you notice there. The editing's a little sloppy because one character will be looking like out towards the horizon or something like that, mm. and then someone says something to them, and then it cuts to them already yeah. looking at that person, but with no prior movement in the in the previous shot. Oh uh, yeah, so it's just like so it'll just be like copy and paste nightmare. Yeah, no, it's just they were looking one way, and then in the next scene they're looking the complete opposite way, but there's no movement in between. I, yeah. so I it's think it's a little off I think that and the bad CGI in some scenes just attends to you know COVID and being rushed and delays and all that crap. No, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, even I mean, even given all of that, like I'd still give it like at least an eight at this point. Like Smoke said, like it's definitely going to change depending on what they do in the future with uh, the whole cast and everything. But for right now, I'd say a solid eight. Yeah, I, it definitely had its part where like you could definitely tell it's made by someone who like was on the outside looking in in terms of like superhero movies. Like they were, they they posted up a few a uh, couple too many times for my liking. Like they were just like. They, 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 they had, had the, the poster pose. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the poster pose. Like they yeah. had that shit unlocked. Like they'd be like sitting in a line, like oh shit, hold on, the camera's panning out. Everyone getting the fucking, like, everyone getting the right position. But but like it, like that's not a that's just a minor grade. Like I'm not gonna deduct points because they're posted up every every once in a while. It's not as egregious as the fucking Justice League one when they're on top of that uh wherever the, the hell wind's blowing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't talk to me yeah. about Justice League. <laughs> That's an egregious ass post up. Like the ones they did, it was more of like the the music in the background was really good. It was more just kind of the showing the Eternals. So I was okay with that. But uh, that's uh, really all I got for uh, Marvel's The Eternals. Yeah, just... that's the thing where I'm gonna wrap it up there with the movie. Yeah, let me just check my notes because I always kick myself whenever I forget to write to say something. But I think I should be good on that. Isabel, if you want, you can play the uh, post credit scene games with us. Okay. We're doing this or that this week, right, DL? Yeah, I gotta cook up like one or two more, but I can cook them joints up. If like you five. if you could think of any this or that, so just pick two things and then which one mm-hmm. you would rather between the two. I'm I'm gonna final off before we transition to the post credit scene. I see that picture and I just need to re- uh, reemphasize Richard Madden. That's all. That's all. Fuck. That's all. Transitioning into the post credit scene. Um, I guess we talk about music real quick. I don't know if there really has been that much music that's come out recently. It's been kind of a nothing this weekend. A, yeah, nothing, nothing notable. I mean, not nah, DS forever, bro. Come on. No. Yeah, I, <laughs> never done. No. Yeah, I, I do want to say there was a single release by uh, JID that had Twenty One mm. Savage and uh, Baby Tate surround. That, that, that was, was a song. very, very good song. Oh, what was the name of the song? Surround Sound. I gotta give that journalism. No, it's really good. I sent it in the group chat the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. Damn, yeah. Damn, yeah. Damn, yeah. Damn, 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 Damn. What you listening to this week? <laughs> Surround set. Also, I'm getting hyped up for Snot releasing his album next month. You should, yeah, you should listen to that when that comes out. That comes out like this Thursday and the Friday? No, next month. Oh, Jesus. Come on, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, yeah, I remind me in a month. No, no, I got say, you. No, you boys in, will see in my In three post. weeks, I'll start thinking about it. You boys it will again. see my post. Nah, he's definitely underrated. Jacob chats about Snot a decent amount, so. Yeah, I had that song with Denzel Curry. That shit tough. Sangria or whatever. Sangria, yeah. Yeah, Sangria is no detail. I would say, if you've never listened to him, listen to Sangria and listen to Tell Him with him and Kuchais. Kuchais. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Kuchais, Kuchais. I don't know. Kuchais. Well done. Well done. The pussy hand. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but I, a, I don't have much for music. Yeah, so for, for me, it's, it's uh, I'm in the same boat. Colors Deluxe. Mad. 
What is that? <laughs> Young boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even know what that was. No. That shit sounded like fucking, that shouldn't even sound in English to me. I never even heard of that. How, how many Man, features are on that? Zero. <laughs> it's literally all Zero. Young Boy. It's 20 not, Young Boy songs. That's kind The Deluxe has one feature by Quando Rondo. Wow, just what the doctor oh, ordered, yeah. huh? The murderer. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Get me tight. But yeah, I, I, I have a. I have a uh, this or that cooked up if we want to uh, jump into that. For anyone who doesn't know, we're, it's basically just choosing one or the other. So the first yeah. one I got cooked up, you might have to pull this picture up for uh, Isabel Hag. Jimmy G or Richard Madden? Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh. You're starting off hard, huh? Yeah, yeah, I mean, this isn't easy right. for me. <sighs> this this right. is more for smoke. This is most for smoke, yeah. So this this is Jimmy G. Okay. Anybody who doesn't know Jimmy G, it's the 49ers quarterback. Yeah, Jimmy G or Richard Madden? Or Richard Madden. <laughs> Come on. You can add him Jimmy Polo underscore to on Instagram. Yeah, Richard Madden. Okay. She says Richard Madden. What do you have, Egg? I mean looking at Jimmy G right now. Yeah. I kind of gotta give it to Jimmy G. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, okay, so th- this is extra hard. Because Paco is like literally for the entirety of this podcast, he has had a picture of Richard Madden on his phone. <laughs> <Multiple It is, laughs> I switched between it, it has changed. They, like, they, I put him in my notes right just to make sure I always like I don't know if it's like subliminal messaging that he's trying to do to me here throughout this entire Jimmy G or Richard Madden. Yeah. No, listen, no, hold listen, up, listen. hold up. I'm gonna send I'm gonna send the picture to smoke, smoke, oh, smoke, <laughs> open your phone. I'm gonna send the picture to you right now. That I was showing Isabel, and that's the one that, that we decided that is going to be all fucking right, it's right. Jimmy G. But is it is it Jimmy G leaning back though? Uh, oh no, not the <laughs> Jimmy G and TV twelve with the hat. That's what I'm saying. That's what the that, horse that, be getting serious. Well, I mean, he's got more facial hair these days. Hold up, Hag. I'll counter with that, and then I want a recount. I was about to send Anthony Mack right. on accident. <laughs> I mean, you can send that too. Hold up, I, I got two. I actually got two. Because the the smile's the moneymaker with the facial hair. That's right. Jimmy. This one. Yeah, no, I mean, like, look at this and look at this. Like, I'm saying. My choice hasn't changed. I'm saying. My choice hasn't changed. I think I'm going Jimmy G now, actually. Yeah. (laughs) See, I'm telling you. Facial hair. He's got some facial hair. He's got a million dollar smile. God damn. He's a dreamboat, man. What can I tell you? He's cheesing. He is cheesing, though. Yeah, bro. He's the million dollar smile. Richard Bagley. Richard Madden leading back is all I need to say. It's Richard Madden. That, that's season. fair. That is fair. Leaning back. He's fucking he's stumbling dumb. leaning back. Did you, oh, you, chose, you obviously chose Richard Madden. Who else am I going to say? <laughs> I'm not a 49ers fan. I'm a Jimmy G fan. Um, all right. I have a, a good uh, this or that. All right. Shoot. Citrus in <laughs> or oh, winter God. greens in? <laughs> Okay, so me from three weeks ago would have said Citrus Zen off rip, but Wintergreen is it's got some intangibles. I can't deny it. That's what I'm saying. Wintergreen it's, is it's like chewing gum, but like nicotine. Okay, yeah, I got it. You got it on you? No, no, no. Uh, I thought I left it. I thought I left my nick in the car. I, I have it on you right now. Yo, hey, I'm about to I never tried the Wintergreen. Would you try like the Wintergreen? I mean, now I have. I have to. Yeah, see, <laughs> I literally I haven't had. I, I have tried the citrus. So long. I can't even remember what it tastes like. I, I'm gonna say wintergreen citrus. Like the citrus, like taste itself can get like it can get like a slight headache going on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I'm gonna say wintergreen. Like it's nice because it's refreshing and it's nicotine. That's my yeah. final answer on that. Yeah, that's true. Wintergreen tough. Um, I'll go citrus right now. I, I I'll consider myself a little bit of a hater on wintergreen because I haven't had enough of it. And the one time I had it, it did me wrong. 
Damn. Oh, we'll have to change that. Yeah. No. I don't think I've had wintergreen, so I have to say citrus. Nah, I had a wintergreen one time and I fell asleep with it in my mouth and I should just uh, fucking kill you. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, that's the first mistake. No, it was terrible. I woke up and I was like, oh. We're going to have to get a redo on that because that, yeah. is, that is a tough scene. Yeah, that, that sure was disgusting waking up with that joint. A Unimind. The gang has the Unimind. <laughs> it is the Unimind. I'm trying to, I have a couple of these on here, but I don't know. I'm trying to find the one that's a little bit less. Upset. I was I was just going to do like an artist or something like that. There was one I was thinking about. E or oh, uh, E? <laughs> uh, yeah, Joey Badass or The Weekend. The Weekend. The Weekend. I don't want to disrespect Joey, but like, I mean, it's the weekend. I love Joey. Yeah. I'm just sucking the weekend right now. Yeah, no, that's something like it, it, I'm just sucking him. Like, currently, I'd say the weekend. Yeah. It's just tough because, like, I think yeah. all the up to the revenge, though. That song yeah, is yeah. tough, but the, he just dropped at the wrong time because I'm still sucking the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's that yeah, is very true. If he drops that album soon, I was gonna say, when Joey drops the album, ask me again. Yeah. I, I can actually agree with that. Because I was, I, was, I was trying to think about, like, it's hard to, like, put compare two artists. Like, some of them are just in two different categories as each other. Like, yeah. well, The weekend is just so much more mainstream where, like, it's just hard to, like, compare the two. Yeah. And you have The weekend being, I mean, Abel. It's fucking the kid. Okay. So I have uh, I have one that I would like to Did you say? Add. Huh? Oh, I, I, I wish you guys could see my face right now. I'm having such a tough time with this. Yeah, I love it. It's Joey. the equivalent of, like, my Jimmy G, Richard. No, Pat it's the equivalent Joey. of you asking me Kanye or Tyler. Like, it's tough right now. It's a distance. <sighs> It's driving a man. Unfortunately, I do have to say probably just the weekend, the weekend because after hours was like after hours and Dawn FM. Dawn FM is so tough. So I just tough. Love, I love like I Dawn FM. Metal. You haven't listened to it? Yet? I've only listened to it <gasps> like a couple songs. I know. Damn. You, you have to listen to it. Like it's like it's so cool. It's, it's like it's so almost cool. like an art piece. Like the way it's just it is, like yeah. it, it is. To an order. Listen I mean, what I've heard, I've liked. I just got to get listen to it all the way through. Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey, the goat. Yeah, Canon is finest. Yeah, yeah, I'll just give it to the weekend. I, mm-hmm. I I can't diss a man who sampled city pop and brought it to the mainstream again. That shit's so fucking tough. Yeah, but when you do listen to it, definitely listen to it like as a whole piece. Like, like just listen to it from yeah. uh, front to back. Because the transitions on that so that album is kind of like the bread and butter of it. Like, besides, yeah, it's so smooth. Yeah, even yeah. with the interlude too. Like, they don't take anything away from the album. Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. I, I listened to the whole thing back, like front to back so many times already. Mm-hmm. Not you a said single. You had, uh, this or that, Hag? Another one? Yeah. Uh, birds <laughs> or or Donda? That's harder than it should be. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I ain't gonna lie to you because I've been sucking birds recently. Like, I've even more been so. That was my third most listened to I, album it's a, that is, it's a, I played Hag Birds and I put him on the Travis. Bro, he did. Oh. He did. It's just like there are no skips, and I mean all of Travis' discography. You could say, but Birds, I don't know. It just it has so much character to it. Birds is my favorite. Is my favorite album from Travis. It's bro. This yeah, this one's hard, man. It's like Birds are Donda. It's a, it I'm does, saying it Birds just for like just for like how long it's been around. Like I, I've been listening to that shit since like 2017. It's always been there for me. I gotta say, birds. I feel like, like, regardless of what I say, this could age like shit. <laughs> this fucking take is like every time I listen to Donda, I like it more. That's true. like it's hard. It's so hard. Like the production is perfect. The vocals are perfect. The features are perfect. Like Moon, like I'm saying, Moon in particular. It's like I just he's got it on him. Dante, Cuddy, like oh my god, got some bad boys on that fucking album. Like it's just the overall like individual performance of everybody on Donda yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Like when it comes to birds, like. Everyone's good, but Travis is like by far the best part of that shit. 
Yeah. Like and Don, like it, he just lifts everyone up on Don. Like there's no one who's on that joint who doesn't fucking do their best. Excel, so, yeah. I, yeah. I really the hope that Kanye and part two. <laughs> I really hope that Kanye and Blueface make a song. Where's Don the two? Where's Don the two? Nah, if Don the uh, fucking Kanye and Blueface made a song, I think the world would break. Like the, the I, I, did, I need to hear what that sounds like. Would be I need to hear what the beat sounds like. Oh heck, do we want to talk about that uh, theory that you had for Eternals? Oh, we ever talked oh about yes, it? yes, yes. Thank you for re- reminding me. I was just thinking about the convergence of Blueface. If uh, <laughs> Kanye made a song, the convergence would be sped up. Down to two. <laughs> yeah, down to two caused the convergence. They have, we have seven days. So seven days I to found, kill Blue. Seven days to kill Blueface. So I found <laughs> this on the r slash Marvel Studios subreddit. Uh, pretty much it says that Eternals finally gave an answer to why all of the timelines that um dr strange saw were wouldn't lead to uh thanos victory so pretty much to sum it all up he sees the 14 million things however if they stopped thanos in other ways it wouldn't work because them bringing um them bringing them back or like the avengers bringing everybody who got snapped away back is what made ajak uh pretty much decide that they shouldn't destroy the earth and that wouldn't have happened if they, you know, won in a different way. Yeah. So basically the moral story is that, like, the Avengers always had to lose. Like, no matter what happened, they had to lose to Thanos in order for them to bring everyone back. And then them bringing everyone back changed Ajax's mind. Yeah, none of that shit, like, fucking Ant-Man going up Thanos' ass or whatever the fuck <laughs> they kept patting it out. That would have been remarkable to see, though. <laughs> I, I mean, it, I forgot that that, that that was that was the hottest take for him. That, that was the hottest take. It looked at me convinced for a second. I mean, like, fourteen million different yeah, timelines. So right? That had to happen in one of them. It man. definitely. I, I think the Russo brothers actually posted about it too, like memeing on it. Yeah, I, I don't vaguely recall that. Yeah, but I actually I think that's a great theory. I think it definitely makes sense. Like, it gives a little bit more. I mean, even more character to Thanos, where it's like he wasn't just doing it for himself. Like he actually had the bigger plan at play, where it's like he was like he's like how we're talking about he's the only one who knows that that kind of shit. I yeah. think it really does add even more. If you guys want to uh, read it yourselves, I'll, I'll gonna tweet it out shortly after the episode is posted, so that way you guys can uh, take a read at the whole thing, get a little more of the details than I can you know sum up in five minutes. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It definitely holds some weight. Too. Yeah. And Loki, though, like, everything was, like, mad peaceful in the world of Snap. Like, for five years, like, it was kind of just people were chilling, and then, like, everyone comes back, and now you have, like, Celestials are popping up in the ocean, yeah, yeah. multiple Spider-Men are pulling up. Yeah. yeah. Like, things were kind of chill Even for five years. Even on a small scale, too, like, everything you see in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, oh, yeah. All the stuff with the refugees and, like... I mean, yeah. ev- everything that we've seen from Phase 4 minus Black Widow has taken place within six months to a year of the end of Avengers Endgame. That's what I'm saying. Shouldn't no, have been the second though. everybody came yeah. back. No, it makes sense because like that's literally a world-shattering event. Mm-hmm. Everyone that left for five years is now back. What are yeah. you supposed to do? That shit's a fucking mess. I'm curious to see what's gonna what the Earth's gonna be looking like. like I'm sure you could just like now, like when they do shots of the Earth, you should probably be able to see the celestial's fucking hand on it and shit, like from yeah. the from the orbit it, view. It, it broke the fucking um crust. Not the crust. The gravity. Um, the top of the ozone layer. Damn. And we're still here sitting here sipping on paper straws and shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. We have team at fucking out destroying ozone layers and we give a fuck about global warming. Yeah. Like, they got a lot more things to worry about. I mean, it's just posted there now. Give me tight. <clears throat> so, did, they kill did, they, did they definitely say for sure that they killed him? Um, 
Yes. Because I'd, I'd be curious. Because like, I'd be curious. What did they even turn him into? Like ice? Marvel. Marvel. They turned him into a countertop, bro. <laughs> They're about to pull to Avengers HQ with the new fucking countertop. The new, new. Well, yeah. That is a that is a current theory because in the comics there was a, a dead celestial body on Earth that was turned into Avengers Mountain as an Avengers base. Oh, I thought you were about to say it turned into a countertop. I was like, that is so niche for no reason. One of the theories is for it to be the next Eternal base. I'm not not Eternal base. Next uh, Avengers base. Everybody just be posting up on Eternal bodies, bro. Like fucking nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a flex. It's a fucking dead celestial and shit. That's true. But uh, that's what I got for uh, the Eternals. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, there's no, nothing else I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to all our guests for joining. Mm-hmm. Thank you all thank for having me. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and check out our merch shop. It's weird that we have to do self-promotions now. Yeah, it is very weird. Check it out. Know. Take a peek at the apron. The apron stays on during sex. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, we have home with so much stuff there. Like, if you look through that merch site and, you, and there's something that you don't like, there's just nothing you can find. First of all, you're out of your fucking mind. Second of all, send us a message. We'll see what we can do about it. But uh, anyone who has bought stuff, thank you. Really appreciate it. And uh, all the support is very, very much appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the special shout out to Willie B for uh, shouting out the Staincast Instagram on his Instagram. Good looks, baby. Yes. I love you. The Staincast uh, got nothing but love for you. And speaking of which, uh, those of you who don't, who have stayed this long, uh dl and i are gonna we're gonna do a giveaway for merch when we reach a certain amount of followers on instagram we don't know what that number is yet but yeah it's still in the early phases of planning but like you well, know as soon, as soon as we figure out the number we'll either say it in the stancast or we'll post it on one of the social media. just have people follow us and then once we get to whatever number we decide we'll give something away yeah we'll we'll give a little something away but as you just know if you win the apron we're cutting out a cock hole <laughs> yes sir <laughs> But uh, for the question for this week, uh, don't forget to check it out um, on the Spotify. Well, I think I'll probably do the uh, who is your favorite Eternal, and then I'll just put all the names for everyone so you can just vote on them. And unfortunately, Kid isn't going to be a part of it since he's not an Eternal. Uh, I will put an other, other option. So if you do other, I know you're talking about Kid. Yes, sir. I will I will satisfy all parties. Um, there, there will be also a question, uh, the same poll, I'm sorry, posted over on Twitter. So if you want to... Uh, I don't know, boost the numbers or something. You can go vote yeah. there as well. Yeah, I, I'll probably even run the same one on Instagram just so we can just collect like all three of them and just combine it into like one whole poll. Exactly. So Maybe something like that. But thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week where we have a very big movie planned: Captain oh, America: yeah, Civil War. I thought you were being sarcastic for a second. Like, what the hell movie? But I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, you're being. You're we actually, no, we actually have Civil War. We have Mum and Moist. Returning yet again to finish out the Captain America trilogy. I know Mom's getting the meat sweats if he's still listening to this right now. I can guarantee, Mumbarilla, when you send this text, I know you're just going to probably say, like, fuck, or or something about Civil War. Because you're probably going to watch it three more times before the weekend. I might have 30 pages of notes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's about to just become the host of that show. We're going to be the fucking guest on that show. Yes, sir. We still got to fill the fight scene, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. And, uh, like we said, thank you guys for listening. See you soon. Richard Madden. <laughs> Kate Harrington. Um...